Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's quarter number three. I'm Jim Galante along with Dustin Hawkinsmith. Obviously, we've been talking USC, UCLA joining the Big Ten. We've also been talking about our trip to Auburn, Dusty. I want to add one more thing because I talked to our friends over at Collegiate Athletic Travel. I've had multiple people, listeners of our show from down south, from Georgia, from Florida, contact me about is there a way they could meet up with us somehow. Well, now there's an official way to do it. If you don't need a flight down to the Auburn game, if you're regional and you want to drive in, stay at the hotel, listen to me and Dusty, be part of our show Friday night, get your uh, transport to the game, tailgate with us, you can now do that. They put together a land-only package for our listeners who are down south already and want to drive to the game. Just reach out to Collegiate Athletic Travel at 800-788-4414 and they could give you all the details. It's a great deal and would love to see you. We hear from our friends down south, Dusty, but we typically don't get a chance to see them. I know they're looking forward to going to the Auburn game and we would love to see them there. All right, Dusty, we've been talking USC, UCLA coming in. Um, We've talked about the Big Ten expanding even more. Notre Dame is the first big fish. But we've also been talking about the ACC and the teams there. Beyond Notre Dame, who are the teams that are the draw? There's also been conversation about Oregon and Washington coming to the Big Ten. They're nice teams to have. I'm not sure they're worth that $100 million. You know, you have to split it up then more ways. Uh, But if you can't get, say, Notre Dame, they might be a logical fit and have kind of a West division of the Big Ten. I'm not sure who's really that attractive left in the Big 12, which leaves the ACC. And there are some attractive teams there beyond Clemson. Now, my quick take on it is there's some logical Southeast Conference teams in the ACC. Florida State, Miami, Clemson. Makes sense for the Southeast Conference. But I also think there's some teams that maybe make sense to go to the Big Ten and might actually be attractive. I'm thinking like Virginia, North Carolina, maybe Duke. Again, a lot of it, there's some basketball in there also. So, is it that far-fetched for the ACC, even with these media rights locked up, that the league itself just kind of says, look, we can't compete. A good number of us want to go to the Southeast Conference. A good number of us want to go to the Big Ten. And there we go. Well, I mean, the reality is I don't know how they can compete from a revenue and money standpoint. How can they compete with the figures that are going to be paid out to the SEC and to the Big Ten? They're, they're not playing on, on, on the same surface as, as these other conferences, and I don't, think they, I don't think they ever will be. I mean, they're going to do all right, but 
you know, I think the grass is definitely going to be greener, as in money-wise, uh, you know, at, at some of these other locations. I don't know if the, the ACC really goes down that easily, but I just don't know how, other than, you know, st- holding steady with these media rights, um, I don't know how they can possibly compete and, and, and keep a North Carolina or a Duke from leaving for, for the Big Ten, to keep Clemson from cashing in in the SEC. I mean, uh, I, I don't know where they go from here, but I, don't, I, I can't really see them adding programs and trying to keep up with these two leagues. Realistically speaking, who are they going to possibly add that makes them anywhere remotely as close to being as attractive as the Big Ten or the SEC. So for at, at that point in time, what are you playing for? You know, what, what's it going to look like if you're, not, if you're not one of the mega conferences and you're uh, not invited to join one of the mega conferences? Where exactly are you? That's what I don't really, I, I don't really know yet. You know, we, we, we might be going from the power five to the power two, and then you're going to have the big 12, the Pac-12, maybe the ACC, more or less being like the new group of five. You know, if they, they're not, they're not going to be in that heavy hitters category. So if they're going to hold steady and, and, and keep their league together, they're just not going to be nearly as desirable as the other two. Dustin, could we ultimately, and I could see this, if the ACC gets broken up the way we described, and you're now talking about 24 teams in the Big Ten and in the Southeast Conference, do they even need anybody else? Could they just, between the two of them, have their own national championship? I I think, I mean, can can you legitimately call it a national championship? If, you know, over half the nation isn't invited, if over half the nation can't compete. So I feel like, you know, there's going to be an intersection between all this expansion, all this growth, all this realignment, um, looking at 2025 or whatever, um, where, you know, there's going to be eight playoff bursts or 12 playoff bursts, and they're just going to get the majority of them. You know, I don't know how that ends up working out, but you know, there's got to be some way for these teams because there are going to be some some solid teams that don't get invites into the into these leagues that they still have to play for it in some way or another, and that's why I think they're going to be sort of like the way the group of five is now, where yeah, technically they're they're in the hunt, they can make it, but you know, the odds of them making it aren't aren't, aren't great. I feel like there's going to be a lot of really good programs that aren't in these elite conferences that they, they have to be in the hunt some way or another, don't they? I mean, how can you call it a national championship if not everybody has some kind of path to get there? If you take the teams that we talked about, Notre Dame, Stanford, Oregon, Washington, maybe Virginia, North Carolina going into the Big Ten, Florida State, Miami, Clemson, and any other particular leftover where both the Big Ten and the Southeast Conference end up with 24 teams each. That's a total of 48 teams. Who are you missing, Dusty, who you really think is a national championship threat? I mean, viable? Nobody really, but um, you're going to have... Oklahoma State go unbeaten in whatever the Big 12 looks like. You're going to have, 
I mean, whoever's left in the Pac-12, if it's Stanford or whoever, I mean, you're going to have teams that are good. That's just going to shift the conversation then, you know, when instead of talking about Memphis or Cincinnati or, or a team like that, um, are they going to make it or are they not? I feel like the new Memphis, the new Cincinnati is going to be freaking Oklahoma State or Iowa State or whoever's left from the Pac-12. Um, who didn't make these these leagues? I mean, that's what that's what it's going to look like to me. And there's got to be some kind of pathway to to you know give some charity births. So let's put it, put it that way to some of these teams that that aren't part of it. And I really don't know the answer to this question, Dustin. But if the uh, Big Ten and the Southeast Conference chose to break away, have their own set of rules, does there have to be? As you keep, you know, you keep saying there has to be a path for them, but does there, you know, do those conferences, meaning the Southeast Conference and Big Ten, do they owe it or are they in any way obligated to make those other conferences part of this equation? I guess the real question is to what degree is the college football world going to tell these teams that aren't in these jumbo leagues, if that's what it, in fact is going to happen, um, you don't matter. Is it you don't matter at all? So you're not even competing for, for this title? We're, we're doing our own title? I mean, you could make that case, but I, I feel like there's going to be a situation where um, maybe there's automatic births or whatever. You're, you're going to still have these teams competing. I, I, I find it hard to believe that it's going to be that exclusive, that their own playoff isn't going to include teams from the rest of, of the nation. 48 teams, you're still talking about, what, 80 more teams that, that, are, tr- that are trying to, to find a way to compete. You know, are they going to create their own postseason? Are you going to have the power too, and then you're going to have everybody else? I mean, I guess I would believe anything at this point, but uh, all the teams that that truly matter, all the teams that you know right now are are actual competitors for for national titles and college football playoff berths, are going to be part of this 48 if that's the way the way that it looks. So, you know, are are you giving charity berths or are you not? I feel like. I feel like there's going to be enough um, playoff bursts to go around. And never mind the fact that, you know, how you're comparing these teams, you know, you're going to have, if you, you know, you're going to have teams in these 24 team leagues that are like nine and three or 10 and two, who, whose resume is much better than anybody. How do you even begin to compare whenever you're playing in a super league versus when you're not? Exactly. And, you know, it's like how far away, if you take out the teams I mentioned in the ACC, you know, North Carolina, Clemson, Miami, Florida State, um, I guess Pitt's going to win a lot of conference championships, right? Pitt and then West Virginia and the big, <laughs> or Oklahoma State. Yeah, the, the the best of the rest. I mean, if you don't bring a ton of prestige or you don't bring a premium television market, uh, you're not really going to have a spot. Like, you, you know, if you're not adding a significant boost, then maybe you don't belong there. What I'll really be curious about is when you reassess some of these original members, if you reassess and say, Hey, you know what? Rutgers, we, we like the New York television market, but 
You don't belong in this league anymore. Are you going to be able to relegate teams to to a lower division? I mean, are you going to have buyer's remorse as things shift and change? I suspect that probably won't go that route, but you know, are you really trying to get 24 elite schools in in one league? And if so, at what point do you say, you know what, Indiana, Rutgers, Maryland, or whoever, uh, you don't belong as as part of this? Well, is there a way? You know, we haven't hit too much yet on the Big 12 and uh, Pac-12. Do they take the best of their rest and combine it? Where you would have, you know, some solid teams like Oklahoma State and West Virginia and Pitt and Utah. And can you get a good team out of Arizona or Arizona State? You know, could they just combine, merge, maybe not be an elite conference, but be a good enough conference that says, hey, we should at least get one representative in the playoffs. I mean, it might be the only pathway to be viable is to get creative and to consolidate whatever's left. I mean, how else are you going to stay anywhere close to the same level as these two leagues? Okay, Dustin, that's it for quarter number three. Stick around. We'll wrap it all up in quarter number four. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State-Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lions' soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com. <laughs> 